This podcast is brought to you in part by The Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Another episode of the New England Society of Geeks podcast. I am your host, Eric, and it is time for another episode of the 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 what the The monthly comics cast. (laughs) Wow, I almost made that dirty. What the hell is in that drink? It's just lemonade, I swear. Uh, yeah. Anyway, another edition of the monthly comics cast. Hey. Um, so of course that means I have with me the cosmic comic guru Dario and the world's greatest sidekick, uh, Paul. How are you guys doing tonight? Hello. Better than good. Better than me. I hope. Hell, more sober than you. Uh, I'm so. not going to go wildly off script. <laughs> not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> how have you guys been since our last meeting? Working as usual. Work, mm-hmm. work, work. Yep, yep. We don't have COVID. Everything's yep. good. Yep, yep, yep. Good to hear. Good to hear. How about you, Paul? Always working for the evil empire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. They own you now. Well, I do. <laughs> yes, yes, but I do get the good toys. That's true. Yeah. We were just talking about that before show. Yep. You always, you always get you get the the good new toys, and Dario gets the good used toys. Not always. Sometimes I got to put it out first. But luckily, yeah, true. Luckily, sometimes I get my hands on some good stuff that I really want. Can you just, I got my evil beast. <laughs> Can't you just pretend to put it out and like, oh, it's I'll put it here behind all these stacks of books. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been on the sales floor hidden behind all these boxes on the ground yeah, for three weeks. That's just a tool. Everything he has behind that counter is all his. He says <laughs> oh, yeah. And says, oh, I'll pick it up. Uh, I'll come in and I'll pick it up. Yeah. It's all Dario's stuff. Yep. Sure, sure. Yeah, there might be some truth in that. He's been working working there for free for the last 15 years. Might as well be. Every every drop of money I make goes into buying stuff. It goes right back into into the store. I told everybody that we hire to work there, I tell them that. I said, when you start working here, your first two months of your paychecks, you're just going to realize that you're spending it here. You're going to be like, oh, thank you. Here's your money back. (laughs) (laughs) We'll work for comics. We got a guy that works for us now, and he's starting to do it. He's finally starting to realize, oh, I, I, I can't do this. Who's <laughs> this? <Okay. laughs> we hired a guy, Andrew, and for, right when he first started, he, he started buying a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, I, then after 
now he's starting to realize he should slow it down. <laughs> and and did you warn him at all, or did you just sit back and watch it happen? I warned him, but I only warned him once, and then I <laughs> sat back and watched it happen. He said it. He said it once, and very, very like in a you know, uh, real low whisper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd be like, money, spend your money, spend your money. <laughs> while he while he was tapping his fingertips together. <laughs> <laughs> so the the first thing Dario does is say, "Okay, so welcome to the comic book store." Uh, what what uh what are you into? Star Wars, uh, Harry Potter, Doctor Who? Uh, okay, yeah, okay. And then he looks around and he thinks, okay. we just got in. Let's see. You will spend your first paycheck on this. Your second paycheck on that. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> we have okay, people, people for the routing number so we can we can give them their paycheck, but then it's also to take it back. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you need my credit card? Oh, no, we have your account number. It's sort of like a... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Can you set it up up so you just pay him directly in comic books? or? You know, when I first started working for him back in the old days, before they changed policy and all that, that's all I did. I would work for for store credit and then get comics. But that was when I was a kid, and I only worked one day a week. Oh, yeah. One day of the week. Wow. All right, um, so we are actually going to be doing things a little differently than normal this episode. Uh, normally, we jump right into our book reviews, but uh, this this month we're all a bunch of slackers, and none of us has any books to review. So uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead and jump. And also, in. I, I didn't. I mean, the stuff I did read wasn't new. It was just continuations of the stuff I reviewed last week. So right, yeah, last month. And I, I'm so far behind. I haven't read anything new in a while. Uh, and uh, Paul, what's your excuse? Laziness? <laughs> uh, no good Nightwing uh, stories. No, it's called work. I will say that I, as I mentioned before, we started doing this. So I, I did read uh, Eternals one and two, and I will do a proper review on on those maybe next month. But oh, um, good, good, good. it's it, after reading them, it got me very excited for the movie. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I read those too, hey. And do you feel the same, Paul? Yeah. If they go, if they go by this storyline, yeah. Yeah. If, ah. they do, even if they do it like just a little bit like it, I like how the characters are and all that. So Cool. Excellent. Hey, Dario, did you happen to read House of L? From- no, not yet. I bought it, though. It's only one shot. Yeah, it doesn't tell me whether you read it or not. No, no, I, I did not. I did not read it, but I do know it's just a one shot. I bought it. It's on my right. pile. I, I picked it up today too. Did you read it? No. No. All right. Then. I buy. I buy every Future State book that comes out, and and just to go on a side rant real quick, I think Future State's a mess. I'm not enjoying it. I'm getting that um, feeling. It's yeah. okay. It's it's there's some good that's coming out of it, uh, but generally it's not released it covers a very large span of time right so i could be reading teen titans and the events in teen titans happened like 45 years before batman the next batman or something crazy like that i don't know the exact years mm-hmm. but i just felt like if it was a little bit tighter of a timeline i would it would be easier for me to read so. i mean you you pretty much hit the nail on the head and then they go and throw in the legion of superheroes that's already like Thousands of years ahead of us. Yeah, mm. and then the immortal. How, how, how ahead are they? Yeah, and I think the immortal, the immortal 
Well, the Wonder Woman is at the end of time, I think, or at least there's gonna, Infinite Frontier is going to deal with her at the end of time. So, oh wow! So the overall, your overall assessment of the entire thing is it's a mess. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, the the there is good stuff in there. Sure, there's, sure. There's yeah. good, there's, there's good creative teams um, and possibly good direction, but some of it's a waste. I didn't like Supergirl at all. Um, oh, we remember Superman versus Pierce. Superman versus Imperius Rex. I'm afraid to pick that book up. It looks terrible, but I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I glance at my comic pile and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to move that down a little bit. <laughs> I think I'll move up this Scooby Doo book instead, <laughs> which is a true statement. <laughs> so it seems like a lot. It seems inconsistent overall. Yeah. Which is yeah, too and bad. I, and, and, they are going to lean in the, some of the characters and creative teams, and they're going forward with DC, but I don't know. What do you think of the Justice League? Have you read that yet? Oh, I read the issue one of Justice League, but I didn't read issue two, and I did like it a lot. Mm. I, I, also read, I also read one, and I just picked up issue two of Justice mm-hmm. League today. So that was, that was good. And I, like, I liked uh, Swamp Thing. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked. The, the Brazilian Wonder Woman. I liked the hmm. Superman of Metropolis. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't actually like that one very much. Um, although I like John. I like John Kent a lot. He's got a lot yeah. of potential. Um, I like Titans a lot. Titans was pretty cool. Who do you think Red X was? No idea. I only read issue one, so I don't know who it is. Um, maybe it's going to be Geo Force. It's not. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, uh, after, after we, after we're done recording, I'll tell you who I think it is and we'll see, see if we're right. Cause it's supposed, it's supposed to reveal them in the Academy. Oh, in the ongoing book. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably gonna be Robin from a different dimension. I hope no, not. Geez. <laughs> it's going to be Carrie. It'd be Carrie. think from the dark, from dark Knight returns. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. So, Gary, can I just can I just lean like like use this as a segue into telling you about what I know about DC's Infinite Frontier and why I don't like it? Yeah, yes, please do. So, DC's Infinite Frontier is going to be tell any story you want in any time. It's okay. That's basically it, from what I gather. If I'm correct. Uh, okay. So no, there'll be no. Uh, continuity between the books well if they're if they if they use the reveal that they had in generations forged they don't need to because the big reveal in generations forged and there uh paul you said you saw this already was there's a a place called the linear verse all right hmm. go with follow me follow me here <laughs> in the linear verse it stays linear everything <laughs> Everything that happened happened. So it's like the island of lost. Everything that happened happened. Uh, so, so Batman in nineteen thirty five is the same Batman that you're reading today. Okay. I gotcha. And they say they say people in the linear verse age much slower than everybody else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh there you got it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's it. Every story counts. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> Everyone's like, all right, I'm done with that. So I'm basically immortal. So yeah. 
So kind of like how the new 52 pushed everything into a five-year time span, this just kind of, eh, it's all there or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're doing. <laughs> uh, I don't know how... How much they're gonna like they're gonna like lean into that. That might just have been a one shot thing. Kind of like when they did when they created Hypertime. They're like, oh, Hypertime is oh, where you go. Hyper you want time. The oh. Oh, no. oh no. Oh no. Oh no. And just outside of Hypertime is the bleed. Look up for the bleed. Oh no. Not the bleed. <laughs> oh no. What are what are they doing over there, DC? <laughs> they're listening to they're listening to uh uh, what is it? AT and T. Somebody that oh, whoever bought them out. Those yeah. Listening to that. Yeah. I, either that, or they're not really, or they're listening, but not by choice. AT and T's like, do it. Yeah. They're like, okay, okay. <laughs> um. So I'm curious from from a retailer's perspective, Dario. How is how does the um future state stuff seem to be doing sales wise and stuff? Or popularity-wise. I think it's doing okay, but there's a lot of stuff that is still on the shelf. Mm. A lot of the Superman stuff I'm, I'm seeing not really moving as much as it should. Um, we yeah, ordered heavy on Batman just because Batman's super super popular, but most of the sure. people that were reading Batman before are not reading the Future State stuff and are just waiting for the, the book to restart. Mm. Well, that's how it's always been. For the last 30, 40 years, that's how it's always been. Everybody, everybody, you know, because Batman is more popular, and Superman has a medium, mediocre following. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a big, I'm a Superman fan, but there were times when I stopped reading the book because it was just good. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I, I'm with you. I get, you get it. No, I I Superman, was... the height of his popularity. I can't read. Of his popularity, but he was very popular before the death of Superman, and then afterwards. But yeah, I was reading the Bendis, the Bendis run when it started there. But I don't know. I just kind of, I don't know. It wasn't impressive. I, yeah. I did. I I literally dropped it and then said, "Okay, I'm going to buy the back issues I missed and see if it got better." And then I just gave up on it again. It wasn't getting any better. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want to know what the resolution is. I kind of want to know what the resolution is. Is revealing it. His identity, but that's basically it. Yeah, Who? Superman revealed his identity to the world because Brian oh. Bendis. All right. So I did pick up Superman uh, from twenty four to twenty eight. But again, I have to read it. Did you? Yep. So if you just keep him in the same room as you for a little while, you'll just absorb it through osmosis. You don't have to read him. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's how that works. <laughs> so it'll be another. It'll be another. It'll be Another, another fling over the shoulder, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of these days you're going to fling one around your, over your shoulder and it's going to fly back like a boomerang and hit you in the face. You know what's funny? When I was going through and organizing my comics, as I mentioned before we started recording, that's one of the reasons why I don't have the stuff I reviewed because I filed them away and I'm like, I can't get to them now. But I, I was going through and I was like, oh, God, here's, some, here's a book I literally bought last year and I didn't read it. <laughs> so I had stopped doing it. I was doing. I'd read that old book and then rebag it. <laughs> so that's the problem with organizing your own collection. You get oh, stalled yeah. out sometimes. What yeah. was it though? I don't know what it was. This was like two weeks ago when I was doing when I was doing my comics. Yeah, remember like a goldfish. <laughs> that's, you know, you're not wrong. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. I know. I know hey, and, um, 
when I mentioned Scooby Doo earlier, did you know they're doing a uh, an ongoing Batman Scooby Doo book? Yeah, I did well, not know that. <laughs> but what? Paul, they're not releasing it in physical print right away. Um, I'm, I'm a member of the DC uh, app, so I can read it there. It's all digital first, right? Yeah, so I can read it. Uh, I'll be able to read it there, and then they'll put it out in physical print in a couple months. What Batman are they doing? It's all the animated Batman. It's basically going to be like the Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, super yeah. like Super Just Friends Hanna-Barbera. era Batman. I, I think it's more going to be like the same Batman that was in the Scooby Doo team up book. Mm. Because the Scooby Doo team up book, he just he literally would team up with mostly DC characters, right? And every once in a while, team up with like another Hanna Barbera creation, like Al Capone. What? Uh, he did. It was Scooby Doo with a uh, Top Cat. <laughs> did he do? Uh, Ah, um, I love Tom Kong Fui. Hong Kong Fui. Ooh, Hong Kong Fui is awesome. And he's the number one super guy. He sure is. Say, uh, Hong Kong Fui. Sorry. He teamed up with Yogi Bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he teamed up with everybody. I love that book. I wish they didn't cancel it. Mm. Um, it's easy to read. Hey, speaking of Superman, uh, <laughs> How's that for a segue? Um, <laughs> Wait, look! Up in the sky! <laughs> it's a bird. <laughs> it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Hey, speaking of Superman. Um, <laughs> now, so the, uh, the Lois, Superman and Lois show has started. Uh, what, what are they? Like two episodes out? Now, one episode, one episode. Are you the sure? Because my DVR yeah, says there's started, two. Uh, what it was was it was the the premiere episode, oh. and then it was a special, a special behind the scenes episode. Oh, okay, okay. Um, now Paul and I have not had a chance to watch it yet, but you have, Dario. So, give us your thoughts. It was amazing. It was so good. They really. If you've watched. If you've watched every like CW and DC uh, series so far, mm-hmm. it's filmed at a different aspect ratio. It's like you're watching a movie. Oh, um, wow. Lots and lots of outdoor scenes. Hmm. Um, they don't. It, it doesn't look like they're on a set. I mean, when they're in the farmhouse, it's like they're in a farmhouse somewhere. Mm. It focuses more on the family than it does on his superheroics, which is a thing I like. Hmm. The his kids. Um, so he's got two teenage kids and. One of them is uh, a well-socialized, uh, athletic, uh, you know, a popular kid in high school. And the other one is a kid that's got a social anxiety disorder. So he has a very hard time operating, you know, in, 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 the, in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's just a really interesting take on the show. And the first, like, ten minutes is a quick recap on the origin of Superman starting from when he came to Earth to when he first appeared. And you see the evolution of his costume. Like the first superheroic he does, he's wearing a classic Superman co- costume with the black, with the black shield on his chest, which oh, is really cool. Right. right. Um, I have a question about the villain reveal at the end, based on it on on it being set in the CW universe, mm. um, which I'm not going to spoil for you here. What's that? Is it Brainiac? No, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. Uh, there. We reveal who the main villain is in the last like second of the show, but I'm a little confused as to how they're going to handle it. So we'll see. Hmm. There's a multiverse, so I shouldn't worry about it. Oh, uh, uh, you have piqued my curiosity. 
Yeah. So, I just hope I just hope it holds its holds its course and doesn't dumb down the special effects or anything like that. I mean, right, right. I mean, it is do such a good job. So, does it have a, a different feel than other CW shows? Yeah, yeah. See, to me, the CW shows, as much as I love them, they all, aside from like Legends of Tomorrow, which right. I love, right, right, uh, they all follow the same beats. You know, yep. mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's. Here's a core team showing you that they are a core team, right. that they're buddies. You know, right. we're all going to meet in our headquarters for a minute. Mm-hmm. Then here's the villain reveal, right? And then and then they kind of shift over to the to the B story most of the time, and they'll talk about one of the other characters. It's like, oh, I'm sick, I'm losing my powers or something. Right. And then and they'll fight the villain and win. And then it always ends with people like on a balcony, like basically saying, "You're great, and I'm great. We're all great." Right, right. Oh, and and don't forget, don't forget. In between, there's the uh, "I love you," "I don't love you," "Maybe I love you," "I don't know if I love you." <laughs> Our love and will never. As much as I, as much as I. I'd love the CW DC universe. I mean, it's kind of predictable. In, it in, it in is, same. yeah, it is. Like uh, I'm seeing the ads for the new season of Flash, and I'm like, ah, I love. You know, I've been enjoying the Flash show, but I don't know. I kind of have been enjoying not watching it too. <laughs> well, aside from aside, like aside from the, the thinker, season? aside well, the from the thinker, was there was, what's that? Like the last season of the Flash, I watched. The first two episodes, and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like it focused on Cicada, which I liked him as a bad guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, aside from the thinker and aside from Cicada, it's all been super speed villains, which, I mean, whatever. It's a flash. You got to have something like that. But, yeah, right. but nice to have. Oh, other Mirror ones Master. Too. They had Mirror Master on last season. She was cool. Right. Yeah, briefly. <laughs> she was briefly cool. Oh, well, they're continuing that this season because they had to cut last season oh, short. Right. That was a cliffhanger. You're right. I totally mm-hmm. forgot about that. Because of COVID and yeah, everything. Isn't, I, isn't Iris still stuck in that in that dimension? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's losing her mind. Right. You know? mm-hmm. That's tough. I, you know, because of oh, COVID, they cut it short, and it, and it wasn't supposed to be a cliffhanger. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I do. I do. Um, the Star Girl series. Yes. Star Girl's great. Star Girl. Yes. I cannot wait to um they did all the we continue watching all the old heroes. Yep. They I had, think I like, read a, somewhere that that Jonathan Wesley ship is, yes. is gonna appear on the show as yes. maybe the flash. Yeah. Yes. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. As as um and, uh, as um uh Yes, thank you. I I almost said Alan Scott, but I'm like, no, that's Green Lantern. <laughs> I kind of hope they, I kind of hope they give him a more classic costume, like the one that he had in the Flash was good. But I wanted, I wanted to just be the shirt and not like a big, right, puffy jacket, right? Yeah, like a jack. Yeah. But I also like where they had where they had the Hall of Justice. You know how they had like the Hall of Justice for the yeah. ASA. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was all in, in memoriam, and right. for each for each superhero, they used an Alex Ross. Oh yeah, print. Yeah, and you know they right. did that without his consent. Really, yeah, they got in trouble for that. Oh, I mean, Uh-oh. they own the art, right? So they probably 
they pro- it's probably okay for them to do it, but there was an article that came out right afterwards saying that Alex Ross was like, uh, why is my stuff in this show? And why am right. I, yeah. It's why all stuff that why was I not consulted? Yeah. Sure, yeah, again, I get that. They, I get it. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, season two. Mm, you know, the yeah, rumor that CW might pick up Swamp Thing. Oh, cool. I cool. thought they did. I thought they picked him up for, for one season to see how it would go. I don't know. They released... Oh, yeah, I don't know if they if they have a new. I think I read. I think I read that they might use him in another show. Mm, that could be cool. Instead of giving him his own show, kind of like with Constantine. They should do. They should do. Why don't they put Swamp Thing with like the Legends? Yeah, that's yeah. what. That's what they were. Uh, I think this one of the uh, what is her name? White Canary is leaving the show this year. Right. Okay. Oh, really? Which is huh. Yeah. So what if you bring in Zantana and had like the start of the start of Justice League Dot? Oh, that hey, would be what awesome. a segue! I never heard of a segue before. I would agree with seeing her on the show. Yes, definitely. Every and everybody loves a monkey. <laughs> Detective, <laughs> Detective Chimp. Yes, please. Listen, if they haven't made an effort to animate Gleek yet, even though they reference these around. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but so. Uh, yeah, so you got me. Uh, you have me intrigued to watch Superman. I'm looking forward to it. Superman and Lois. Hey, so is that on? Is that on on demand? I don't know. It's most probably. of the CW stuff you can go on their website. Yeah, most I'm sure CW you can stuff find you can it. Yeah, you can find I look, it. I looked. I looked today for it, and it wasn't on there. All they had. All they had was Batwoman. Hmm. Well, um, maybe because it just came out. Um, try maybe after try again after like the second episode comes out maybe right. to see. I'm sure they'll have it. Um, but yeah. Um. Oh, so uh, hmm? this might have this might have audio on it. Yeah. Sorry if you're picking up this. I'm sorry. I'm on their website. I'm not hearing anything. I just muted it. All right. I'll tell you in a second if the show's on. So I clicked on Lois and. I clicked on Lois, it's Superman and Lois, or whatever it's called, and it'll talk. I'll, I'll know in a second if we can stream it there. But don't wait for me because it's, I have, I, there's a commercial playing. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, speaking of Scarlet Witch, uh, WandaVision's doing pretty good, huh? Now, it's amazing. At the time of this recording, um, episode eight just dropped. But Paul and I have not had a chance to watch episode eight yet. So don't worry, kids. We're not going to spoil anything from episode eight. But as far as the rest of uh, the other seven episodes go. Long pause. All right. I thought, I thought we lost him. I thought he froze. No, I. My stupid soundboards messed up. It's not playing. Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll give you a little spoiler alert. Um, we may, we're going to talk about it a little. We may spoil some things from previous episodes, but not episode eight. So don't worry if you haven't seen that one yet. So <clears throat> the first thing I'm going to say about um, last week's episode, episode seven, was... Um, I was so into the episode when they finally revealed, you know, Agatha and everything when they did the Agatha all along bit. It was Agatha all along, the best song. 
ever <laughs> when they were going through the and i love it and i killed sparky too and i'm like uh. <laughs> anyway so they were i was so enjoying that so much and i was so into it that when it ended and went into the end credits i actually went come on <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was great. I, I loved people it. in the store. I would watch that show all day long. Mm, I can't wait to see episode eight. Now, feel like it. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Um. So, um, let me let me get you guys' opinion. Um. So there's a thing. There was a thing <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago where Elizabeth Olsen had said there was going to be a big cameo like that would be like on the level of Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian. So what are your thoughts on that? I know people at the store tell me random stuff. What's that, Derek? I didn't say anything. You know to that, Paul? How dare you? I said, I would would like to... Hey, listen, buddy, you need (laughs) to call Paul. As long as I'm not called Nightwing. uh, I would like to see uh, Magneto make an appearance. That would be crazy. Maybe it'd be Bova. I want to be Bova. <laughs> uh, the high evolutionary. It won't be the high evolutionary. No, it won't be the high evolutionary. Either. Um, there, there were people in the store that were theorizing that it, everybody is expecting Doctor Strange, but they were like, what if it was Peter Parker instead? Mm, I'm kind of, I don't know. Uh, I think both of those would be a little boring. Maybe Steve Rogers. That could be That'd interesting. Be um, what if it was to watch her? I heard that. I heard cool. they were trying to get him to come back. I thought he agreed to come back to Steve Rogers. Some that more. was the word going around. Yes, that would be cool. We need a couple more Captain America movies. See, I had Listen, thought throwing up money at somebody, they'll do it. I had thought that she was referring to the to the uh, Quicksilver appearance, but I don't know. Oh, the, or, the original Quicksilver. Yeah. The one from the uh, Evan Peters from the X Men from the X Men movies. Um, well, that could have been it. That, that could have been. Uh, it, I mean, that's what I was thinking. But everybody else still seems to think there's going to be a big one. So, I guess I guess we'll see. Yeah. Well, everybody's expecting Doctor Strange. So, you know, uh, honestly, Patrick Stewart. Hey, he he recently he, said he, he has no. Yes, he recently came out and said he has no more interest in playing Professor X anymore. Well, he said that about Picard, but look where he is now. Mm. Well, you know what they say, money talks. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got a quick question. Is that R2-D2 radio controlled? (laughs) Yes. Are you making fun of my question earlier? No, sir. I'm just <laughs> carrying it on. Um, now, let me ask you guys this question. Um, do you think, because another, another big rumor is that they're going to have Mephisto, do you think they can make him work in live action? Yeah. They, don't, they just don't have to call him the devil. I mean, right, Dread right. Dorm is in the, in, the, in, the, in the movies already. True, but... Well, they- I, I think that they would just, they would use Dormammu instead is what I would think. But yeah, maybe. Or but yeah. I don't know how well the the Dormammu worked either. Dormammu. I just I just wonder if Mephisto might be 
like going a step too far for some of the more mainstream audiences. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, I don't know. They're taking a lot of risks right now as it is, especially if they true, if they somehow true. make Wanda the bad guy. Like, I yeah. mean, if they, I don't know. I can't really say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like I feel like I'm under I'm under the uh, NDA. Yeah, right now. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> we have snipers pointing their their little red lights at your head. <laughs> Don't you say a word. I don't know, but it's it's. Uh, I'm just I just love everything they've been doing with the WandaVision show. It's just so. It's like it's like fresh and interesting. I like it. Yeah, I mean all the all the people that didn't that didn't enjoy the first few episodes because I focused too much on sitcoms. Yeah, it all pays off basically. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, you know, it's Marvel. I mean, they've earned they've you know earned how, enough credit. You know, how last you know how last week there was a, you know how last week there was a mid credit um, a mid credit scene. There's another one this time. Yeah, so I heard around. that. I did. I heard that. Yes, which is interesting. Um. What I think there was something else I was going to ask, but I can't remember what it was now. Oh well. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to bring up about One Division? Uh, um, well, I mean, basically, it's just great. Um, mm. the, the newest episode, you know, like a lot, the Agatha all along was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that was I mean, so- it makes you it makes you makes you want to go back and rewatch everything and just see how she re- how, how, what she was doing, maybe yes, in the background of yeah, everything. Right? Yeah, actually, you're right. I do want to do that. Boy, um, you know it's funny. I think most of the I think, I think most of the rumors that people have had about the show, as far as their kids go and all that stuff, are following the comics. Yep. So they're probably going to happen. Oh, you know what I mean, so. yeah. Um, one one thing I was saying on one of my other one of the other podcasts I did this week is the the only thing that worries me a little bit is that there's so many theories and rumors and everything else going around that it it if if they don't like live up to everything then you know people that could really upset people you know what i mean yeah no i know exactly what you're talking about like for example the uh that when monica said she was gonna go meet her engineer friend and everybody like, it's gonna be this guy it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be reed richards it's reed no, richards it's that first, it's it's not yeah. So I just hope like the. Well, I, I wasn't disappointed because they've been saying all along that they haven't even cast those people yet. So right, yeah, right. And I I didn't think I think it was too soon to be Reed Richards, but you know a lot of people. So I just hope that that doesn't happen again where everybody's like, oh, it's gonna be this that, and then it's not that, and they're like, oh, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. The only yeah, well, you know, we're all like that, right? It, you know, yeah. part of the part of the part of the charm of the show is the is the water cooler talk afterwards. I mean, right? That's why I think it wouldn't work quite as well if they had released it all at once. Yeah, probably. I mean, we're all, if we're if you're a comic book collector, you have high expectations of other representations of those stories. Yeah, and if they if they don't go frame by frame, you go that blue. Right. What was the point of it? Right. If it wasn't exactly, yeah, right. They got to put their own twist on it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, people say, "Oh, 
major stories they should kind of stick stick really close to to the main like stuff, do. right? Yeah, and, and you know, but you can have your you can have your um, uh, what am I looking for? Like variants, right? Or Easter egg, you know? Say, oh yeah, remember they had that? You know that little thing, right? Exactly. Or- yeah, and and I think they do a pretty good job of that overall. Yeah. With with everything, not you know, not just one division. Um, I think, unfortunately, oh, look at all the Easter eggs in, in all what? the Easter eggs they had in uh, last seasons of Star Girl. For Christ's sake! Right, right. Hell, we're still waiting to see who gets a, who picks up the goddamn pen for Johnny Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's gonna be your little brother, right? It's obvious. Oh, of course it, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. So, um, the, the the only one thing that's a little disappointing about the whole WandaVision thing is um, there seems to have been, uh, there seems to be a lack of um, toys for WandaVision so far. And uh, so, uh, hey, that reminds me, there's some been some new Hasbro announcements that came out recently. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the king of segways. I love it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I work very hard <laughs> at it. He's like a regular Phil Donahue. <laughs> well, before we before we go into the next topic, I can tell you right now that this that you can you can watch Superman Lois on CW. Okay, oh, cool. cool, cool. It's on there, so just go go just go to their site and you can watch it. Nice. CW or on demand? What's that? Is CW on demand? Uh, if you go on, if you turn on your computer. And just go to the CW website. Um, you can watch Turn it on, on your website. computer. You're asking a lot of him, Dario. <laughs> I don't have a computer. Do you have a smartphone or a tablet? Yes, I do. And you can do it on that. <laughs> you can do okay. it on that. Uh, don't confuse the old man, Dario. I know. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Hasbro stuff. They've had they had a couple of interesting revelations come out recently. So, from what I read, that uh, they talked about their movie announcements. Um, let's see if I can find it again right here. They're doing a they're 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 going ahead with their Dungeons and Dragons movie. Um, yeah. They totally redesigned the logo for their company for for Wizards of the Coast. That's a big thing. Let's see, Hasbro drops multiple movie and TV series announcements on Investor Day. So they're going to do. Uh, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Dungeons and Dragons, and Risk. Did you know they're doing a Snake Eyes movie? Yep. You know it's coming out this year? Yep. I did not know it was coming out this year. Yep. They're doing another live action Transformers movie that's scheduled for 2022. Yeah. And some animated shows. They're doing a, a full length animated feature. And But I don't know if that's going to be direct to DVD or it's going to be on one of the streaming services or. My guess would be, be streaming theater. probably. And then they're doing a for, uh, animated for, uh, animated comedy series called Transformers Bot Bots. Bot Bots. They're doing, they're doing that with Nickelodeon. I can't. Every uh, time I hear that, I can't help but I gotta say it like that. Transformers Bot Bots. Bot 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 Bot. I don't see. Well, but that I think a Risk game would be pretty easy to make. A Risk movie. I mean, yeah, a, a Risk I, movie would be pretty easy to make unless they decide to throw aliens in. Yeah, like they did with Battleship. Yeah, Battleship. Have you, have you seen? 
Have you seen the new toys? What? Like the new G.I. Joe's? No, I haven't. Are they good or are they terrible? The three, the six-inch ones are amazing. Yes. Yeah. Those are cool. The three and three quarter ones are crap. Are they? They are so junk. It's it's like buying it's like buying the corpse. Yeah. Or the core. You know, like like the generic army men. Right. Yeah. They are just junk. But I used to love the core. I never got to have G.I. Joe's. I always played with the core. Yeah. No. Yeah, the six inch ones look very cool. I'm looking them up right now. Yeah, I got to start collecting those. I, I keep meaning to get them. And then it's like, if I don't get them soon, they're all going to sell out. Yeah. They're probably already all sold out. You know, they're it's like they're hard to find. Yeah, not really. You can get them online. Like, I, listen, I get toy collecting. But I deal with I deal with toy collectors on a regular basis, and sometimes they're just not fun, not fun to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> no, not. Yeah, true. Pretty much a bunch of a holes. Well, I didn't yeah. want to say that, but well, I did. They can be difficult to work with. That's some cool Star Wars stuff though, too. Um, so that's about it for the Hasbro announcements. But like I said, besides the D and D movie that they're going to start filming in in Ireland, they uh, they're going to they're looking to do some TV pro. Properties with it too, which would be cool. Imagine if they did a series on Drizzt; that'd be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, that could be interesting. Hmm. It could be the next Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's not go too far here. I don't. I don't. If it's Dungeons and Dragons, they probably won't go as adult as Game of Thrones. I would imagine. Well, yeah, yeah. There won't be any any crazy. Interfamily relations, it'll just be. I've got a sword. I was thinking about other things as well, not just that, Dario. (laughs) 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 You know, I was thinking violence and stuff like, you know, but you know, sure, you go right to the interfamily stuff. That's okay. You know. (laughs) Well, it's like all over the show. Sure, it was like the first opening scene, but you know, whatever. Well, no, then the uh, yeah, it they wasn't. Talk, but it, well, that's the thing. I only watched season one, and then I watched uh, season the last season. So that's basically you, it. What you watched season one and then jumped all the way to the last season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? It was, it was perfectly fine. I didn't miss shit. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it was. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I got the full experience. I watched all eight seasons, and I feel like I missed stuff. (laughs) 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 There's a chick with some dragons, some guys. (laughs) Sure. You know, some other guys. You can always get get Nancy to explain it to you. Yeah. Nancy? (laughs) My wife. Oh. Um. (laughs) So then were you watching it and they were calling her the mother of dragons and you're like, wait a minute, what did I miss? Mother of dragons? No, I season one. I saw her hatchy eggs. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. I got everything out of season one last season. In fact, yeah. it made perfect sense that she went crazy at the end of the, at the end of the season, at the last season, because I missed all the other stuff. No, it made, yeah, perfe- yeah, she- it made sense to me too. And I watched the whole thing. It was there and I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> There's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyway, um, you know, some people some people have issues with the the way the show ended. 
And uh, some some people have issues with this uh, Generations Forged thing, um, which I'm not real familiar with. So why don't, why don't you why don't you explain it to me? Oh, I think I didn't. I already talk about it. I did. I mentioned it earlier. The linear the linear timeline was pretty much what I was getting at. I got I I told you that right at the beginning. Oh, okay, so that's from Generation Forge too. I don't know. I get it confused. Generation Forge, you mentioned Infinite Frontier. I'm like, I don't know what all this crap is. None of us do. (laughs) Generation's Forge is leading into Infinite Frontier, which is, I don't know. I mixed up where my points were there. But that was was what we got out of Generation Forge is that there's a linear verse where everything everything that happened, happened. So if you wanted to enjoy Batman Golden Age... And Batman Silver Age and Batman Modern Age, it's the same guy, just aging very slowly. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound like something I would really want to get into, but um, I I get the impression. I don't, I don't think they're ever going to address it again, to tell you the truth. I think it's just going to be like, that's what we just said. Yeah. Right. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could you know? Could I don't know. The point is to try and let their creators make interesting stories. So let them do what they want. Which is why I think they did that. Because you could like if you want to dip into 1930s Batman, go ahead. I get, wanna, you know, I get that. I get Batman, that. Go but ahead. I get that. But it's also like if you're reading it and you're like, what is going on now? He's <laughs> Now he's got purple gloves again, and now, you know... <laughs> I need continuity, is what I need, so yes. I'm with you. Yes, exactly. Some kind of continuity. I don't know. I mean, are these going to be labeled, like, Generation Forge stories, or... Uh, they are going to be labeled, because there's going to be a... There's going to be a Superman... Uh, excuse me, there's going to be a Batman-Superman book coming out. You know how there was a Batman-Superman book before? Mm. But the Batman, the Batman-Superman book is going to be a Generations book. Um, so it's under a different banner. Okay, okay. And it'll tell stories of the two of them from any generation. Mm. Sort of, sort of like when they did the um, John Byrne miniseries. Yeah, but that was—I know what you're trying to say—but um, that was a consistent storyline. I think Batman Superman is going to be like, uh, all right, you know, Paul and Derek are a creative team. They're going to come in and they're going to write their story, and then after that, it'll just be Dario and Joe Smith. Oh, no, right there. No, 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 no. If if me and Paul come in and write a story, there will be no after because nothing will top it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's say, well, that's it. There will never be another story better than that. We might as well just cancel them. They can they can try to duplicate, but they they'll never duplicate. <laughs> Exactly. Now, uh, speaking of Superman, have you guys heard the latest movie news about Superman? Tell me, what is it? There's going to be another Superman movie. Eh, that's about it. That's all. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> With Henry Cavill? Well, all right. So, um, a report has come out that, of course, has the internet on fire. Um. And uh, the report states that su- there's, they're going to reboot Superman, and it's going to be written by Ta-Nehisi Coates, who did, uh, who's doing Black mm-hmm. Panther, 
and and uh, a few other things over at Marvel. And it's going to be produced by J.J. Abrams. And the word is that the reboot will feature a black man of steel. So, of course... Oh, okay, yeah, I did read that article. Of course, you know, the whole internet's like, oh, why are you going to change... Um, first of all, if they do go forward with this, it will not be Clark Kent, Superman. Um, it'll be one of the... How many... How many times was there a black superman in the comics it was more than once right well i, I there know was, one there was, uh, it was like three or four it all it was john henry iron right john henry irons uh there's an alternate universe where there's a guy that is president of the united states who's superman he's black right um and then there's multiple other times that they've done it yeah during during the new 52 on earth 2 superman was black yes yeah um character yeah, yeah. There's a guy called Val Zod of Earth 2. Yeah. Yeah. So if they did that, it was. As long as they're not, it's not Clark Kent. I mean, I'm all for reinterpretations of characters with different people. It's like somebody else taking the mantle. But right. I, I just don't like it when they're like, oh, it's going to do, we're going to do a Nightwing, but he's going to be, um, I don't know, like a, like an Irish dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll talk to you later. And his his <laughs> his fifth dimension enemies will all be little leprechauns. Yeah, I mean, oh, Superman, I mean. come and get all the leprechauns. Sorry, that was a bad, very bad Irish leprechaun impression. I apologize. Um, of course, this also coincides with rumors that came out uh, a while ago that Michael G. Michael G. Michael B. Jordan could be playing Superman as well. So he can play. Every, he can play any character. That guy is a good oh, actor. He, yeah, he's, he's amazing. Actor. He's amazing. So, of course, you know, the internet's all up and flamed. Oh, no black Superman. But it wouldn't be, it would be a completely different Superman, you know? So. Right. And I don't know, I don't know how it would fit in continuity wise, but the DC movie continuity is kind of a mess right now anyway. So. Well, then I think they're just saying that they can do what they want now. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Which is a smart thing. Yes, yeah. Um, my only problem with all of this, um, I like actually, I like that Tanahisi Coates is doing it. He's he's pretty good. My only problem is the J.J. Abrams angle, but he'll only be producing. So that's I have to admit, and I hate to admit it. Uh, I used to be a really big J.J. fan, but after Rise of Skywalker came out, I started really realizing that. Maybe he's not as great as I used to think. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. Uh, I got into his, I got into him as a creator because of Lost, and then right, I backtracked. Too, yep. mm-hmm. I backtracked and started watching Alias, and I saw all some all these similarities between Alias and Lost. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, there's a hatch. Hey, uh, there's an on- there's right. a- an ongoing mystery in connection with these with these characters, right? Maybe Satan. Maybe he took. Maybe he took a page from. Uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Wheaton's. Josh Wheaton. Josh Wheaton. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Playbook from the uh, the cabin in the woods. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've kind of lost a little bit of of excitement for J.J. Abrams. And then you know that doing a, he's he's doing a direct sequel to uh, Cloverfield now. 
Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, which the first Cloverfield I really liked, and that that Cloverfield Lane one with uh, John Goodman that was actually really good too. Yeah, I like that too. I agree. I didn't see the whatever the the one that Cloverfield came out Paradox on. is trash. Yeah, I never saw that one because I've I heard it. I never was... saw Overlord, which is supposed to be the one after that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I don't hate. I'm not. Totally against J.J. Abrams, but I've definitely lost some love for him. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, you know, like, I even tried to hold on after, you know, start his Star Trek run. But then when he, you know, redid Wrath of Khan in, in that Into the Darkness, it was just, oh, no. I watched every Star Trek movie they came out with, and I still, still don't. Yeah. I don't love the reboot. The rebooting. Me either. But yeah. Again. And then and then even when um um oh man, super brain fart. The first <laughs> the first what Force Awakens. Usual? When Force Awakens came out, you know, and there was a lot of people saying, Oh, it's just a, a rehash of of a new hope. At the time yeah, I was I like just... I was like, ah, it's not that in but I don't know, maybe it kind of is. <laughs> it totally is, but it's still good. Yeah, I still enjoyed it. My problem with the with the Star Wars reboot, uh, uh, um, like trilogies that came after the, the original ones, is that they dropped a the ball on so many characters. Like they right. they could have done so much with Finn, um, and they didn't do anything with him. They, yeah. He was a very underappreciated character, right? And Captain Phasma, whatever she was yeah. left alone. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. Well. Um, I guess that's it for the topics we have tonight. Um, so I want to I want to tell you guys about one thing before we move on to our final thing here. If that's oh, what we're gonna okay. do. Okay, all right, bring it on, bring so, it on. Before I talk about it, are you guys excited about the Schneider Schneider uh, cut coming up for Justice League? I wouldn't say I'm excited about it, but I don't know. I'm very curious. I'm gonna watch, watch it. it. Because I, I have HBO, so it's free. I'll watch it. Yeah, me too. I can kill last. I didn't love the movie when it hit theaters. No. If it changes my no. mind, I'll be impressed. Yes, very impressed. I'm going to give it a shot, but I'm not expecting too much. But it's four hours long. That's okay. I don't watch think. Them yeah. I, I, I might not watch it in one sitting. <laughs> so the reason I bring this up is because, um, you know, like 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 some people, COVID has treated some people better, some people worse. Right. In my case, it was better because since I didn't go anywhere last year, <laughs> I have a little bit more money than I, than I would normally have. Oh, uh-huh. nice. So I'm like, hey, I got I got some extra cash. So I you know puts it around on the internet, and I'm a member of the DC uh, uh, DC Infinite as I have been since they first launched, and I, I don't mind it. And sure, I get emails sure. from them. And they're like, hey, well, first they're like, hey, Dario, uh, here's a, a $25 gift certificate to get something from our store because you're one of our members, which I'm like, cool. So I got a free T-shirt. Oh, nice. And then uh, a month later, I got another email from them saying, hey, here's a coupon for a discount on this event box that you could sign up for that's specifically for a Justice League movie. And, and what it is is it's a company that would have had like a dinner event to coincide with justice league but since there's covid they redid the entire thing so you can get it and have it 
delivered to your house. Really? So I got the company's called Wonderland at Home, and I I paid I paid 130 bucks for this, so it's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm being sent I'm being sent enough food for two people, which I'm gonna stretch out over the course of probably a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get. Let's see. It's going to come in a replica mother box, which oh, cool! You know how they are in, in the movie. They're they're basically right. they're basically crates, mother right. crates. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they're coming a replica mother box. I'm going to get the first dish is going to be the ocean trench, which is the Aquaman theme, and it's going to be it's going to be <laughs> cod cod with chips, and I'll have to prepare that at home. <laughs> just, and then the next thing I'm going to get is going to be flash themed, and it's going to be the big belly burger. <laughs> which they'll give me everything to make two of those. Nice, nice. Then the next thing they're going to give me is, is called is Superman themed. It's called resurrection and it's going to be a souffle that I can make. And it's going to come in a special ramekin that when I heat it up, it'll have the Superman logo on it. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought be, I thought it'd be like something to do with green and it'd be glowing. Well, there's great. There's good. Uh, well, there's a marshmallow thing here. And then my wonder woman one is, Smoked marshmallows. I don't know what that has to do with Wonder Woman, but <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, the Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter is going to be these. They're, they're going to look exactly like Oreos, but they're going to taste like jalapenos, whoa, salsa, and cheese. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. I'm going to get a. I'm going to get a. I'm going to. I'm going to get a bat symbol that's going to be made out of chocolate and caramel. Huh. That's well, cool. And then I'm going to get. Uh, an energy drink that's called Element X for Cyborg. Huh. You would think that the energy drink would be for the Flash. Right. You know, you're right. And then you get two beers that were made exclusively for this uh, called Crowbrow or something like that. And there's, it's supposed to represent night and day. Huh. So, I'm gonna get, so basically I'm going to get four beers. I'm going to get because it's for two people. And I'm going to get two cans of ice brew coffee that are called Jitters Coffee from the Flash TV show. <laughs> oh. and then I'm going to get the mother box so basically when I get, once I get all this stuff the canned stuff like the coffee and the beer and the and the element X if I see people that are willing to pay like decent money for it on eBay I'll just sell it and I'll eat the rest of the food <laughs> I'm hoping I, I'm hoping I can make some of my money back and kind of break even on getting the box is what I want to do so um, then the final, the final step in in all that is uh, afterwards when you go into the bathroom and squash out a Nightwing. A big healthy movement. <laughs> wow! That big belly burger is going to do something to me. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Wow. <laughs> well, that sounds pretty cool. But anyway, that's how, I, that's how I responsibly spend my money. I'm like, yeah, I'll buy some food that's going to get shipped to me from overseas. I think this is coming from England. Wow. <laughs> As, lo- as long as it doesn't come from China. <laughs> no, it's not coming from China. <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen the food they eat in England? I don't know that it would be much better. Just lots of sauces. <laughs> well, I mean, I can understand the Aquaman thing coming from England with the fit, with the climate yeah, chips. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, That one I don't have to cook, I don't think. Um, I don't know. It's going to come in a tin. Huh. So, I have pictures of everything. It all looks good. Well, these are my late night decisions that I make with my money. <laughs> what time is it? Midnight. I'm gonna buy food. <laughs> that sounds like a, that sounds like a fun little bonus 
to uh, the Snyder Cut Justice League movie. And speaking of Justice League, I think it's time for us to go <laughs> check out, uh, go into our off-the-shelf segment. You like that one? Is it, is it about Justice League? <laughs> <laughs> um, and that means it's time for us to re- to uh, dive into the... Um, our off-the-shelf segment is when we dive into stories from the past and 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 uh, kind of re re revisit them or maybe read them for the first time in some cases. Um, so in this case, we decided to dive into the origin of the Justice League Dark, which first came out in the New Fifty Two era mm-hmm. of DC. And yep, uh, 2011. Yeah, that long ago. You believe that? Yeah. And um, I, the Justice He's League Dark. Yeah, no kidding. The Justice League Dark was one of the one of the books that came out of the New Fifty Two that I actually enjoyed. Um, you know, the New Fifty Two was mixed, but some of the stuff, like I really loved the Justice League Dark. Um, I really liked what they did with Swamp Thing and Animal Man and stuff like that. Um, so we went with the Justice League uh, trade paperback. Well, I, I read it digitally, but because I couldn't find my original issues, they're in there. Some they're filed away somewhere. <laughs> can you tell me how many issues are in that trade? I can. Hell yeah. Wait a minute. He's got to put the book down and use his other hand to count. <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway. Um, bingo, bango, bongo. You just see it on the inside cover. I don't see it on the Easy inside cover. shooter. I don't see it on the inside cover, which is weird. Look at look at the back near the bottom. It'll say collects issues blank through blank. That's what I'm trying to, to find. Let's see. Some good usually around around the barcode area of a trade that'll say on the back. Oh yeah, it's one through six. Ah, oh, I missed an issue. I only read issues one through five because I had that ended the story. That's fine. We'll just go we'll just go one through five because it ended the story anyway. So uh, now I gotta ding 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 ding. So the new fifty-two era Justice League Dark was written by Peter Milligan originally. Uh, with art by Michael Jannon and colors by Ulysses Ariola. That's an unfortunate last name. <laughs> uh, Are you sure you're pronouncing it right? No, I'm not, but it's spelled Ariola. I don't know. I mean, it's spelled that way. <laughs> um, with. Uh, some cover work by Ryan Sook and Michael Jannon. And as we said, we're going to be covering Justice League Dark issue one through five. We'll leave off six and uh, <clears throat> let's get into it. So what I liked about the Justice League Dark is it brought in um, basically a lot of the uh, characters from the, the magic side of the DC universe and, and some of the darker characters and stuff. Um, like we start off with Madame Xanadu, which is pretty cool. That was a plus. It had, it has dead man, which I love dead man. John Constantine's in it. Zatanna's in it. Um, 
other people I'm drawing a blank at right now. Shade. Shade, Shade the yeah. Changing Man. Shade the Changing Man, yep. Who I'm not totally familiar with him. Um, you know, he's got this magical vest called the M vest, I think. Yes, and right. I don't, I don't know much about him either because he was a very psychedelic character that was created in the seven, early 70s. And I, <laughs> I don't think he lasted very long. They that tried to reboot him again in the 80s. Uh, Grant Morrison, I think, wrote a miniseries for him or somebody, oh, somebody wrote right. a miniseries yes, for him. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I just think it's funny that he calls his magical vest his vest, but he wears an overcoat. I know. <laughs> but the thing is, is that the thing, the, the thing that he's wearing under that is a vest. Right. Uh, but they never really show, they never really show it. So if a person doesn't know, they're like, if they're picky like me, hmm. that's not a vest, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so. And uh, Dove is in it too. Yes. Yes. No Hawk, but Dove. Uh, was Hawk alive at that time? Yeah. This was the beginning of New 52. They could have done whatever they wanted. He, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. I have to first start off by saying that I actually really like the artwork in this book. Art's amazing. It's yeah. I love the art in this book. The artwork is fantastic and I, I actually the coloring is really good as well. Yep, I agree. So it that that's of course a, a bonus as well. I, I really it really helped me enjoy the book. As well as the assortment of characters, as I said. Um, so the book starts These off. These guys are mostly B characters, except for Constantine. Right. And it's good to see brought forward to, to the limelight again. Right. And even Constantine, he's not a B character necessarily, but he, he's a, an outside character, I guess you could say, if, if that makes sense. It does. I like how in the comic, I like how they show him use his magic. And I'm sure it was in his right. Excuse me. I'm sure that it was that way in his regular book too, which I didn't read much of Hellblazer. But right, they, yeah. he's not like a standard magic user. I mean, he's not Doctor Fate. He's not Doctor Strange. He's not any of these guys. Right. But he's he's a powerful occultist who, you know, he does he gets things done, but he does it a different way. Right. And he's yeah. kind of a dick about it too, which is <laughs> that's pretty standard for Constantine. <laughs> um. So yeah. So the book- I like him in the comic. More than the TV show, I think. Even though I like him in the TV show, uh, I th- yeah, I, I yeah, I agree with that. I think I like him in the TV show, but he does feel toned down. I was just skimming through the last the issue six of of uh, of Just League Dark because I missed it, and I didn't oh. realize it led into a, it led into an I Vampire tr- uh, crossover. Yes. That's oh, cool. I forgot, forgot about, about that. that. Yeah, I Vampire. Yeah, I forgot about that book. It was that was. Let me one ask you those. something. So I'm I'm reading this book and it feels like people people can just see Dead Man, and, and I get it. It's a new Fifty Two, and they could have changed some rules with him, <clears throat> but it's like like they can just see Dead Man. <laughs> maybe maybe they use a spell so like people that can't see, you know, that can't. Right. Yeah. Can't. Or, or maybe maybe it's he can maybe it depends on if he wants people to see him or not. I guess I don't know. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I mean, he obviously does not have a corporal form. I mean, people can see him, but he's a ghost, right. so he has he has no no space in the in this in this uh, you know realm besides visual. 
Now, I'm not sure, but in this in this book, he's he's uh, kind of dating Dove. Yeah. Is yeah. that is Sorry. that is that just in this book, or has that happened before? I've never, uh, I've never read stories about that. Yeah, but that started that started in Brightest Day. Oh, did it? Oh, it, yeah. You're right. Forgot all about that. You're welcome. He was human during that. Captain Captain Guru. Well, you know, Brightest Day to me got canceled after after New Fifty Two got launched. But then again, in the Linearverse, everything happened, so who cares? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna come back around. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like um the higher ups going, ah just whatever. It just it all happened. Who cares? You know people asking, Well, what about this? It it, it, it just all happened. Whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so as I tried to say like 14 times now, the book starts off with, <laughs> with Madame Xanadu uh, giving, you know, some spiel about the future and blah, 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 whatever. And um, <clears throat> then we come across a woman named June Moon, which uh, I wonder how long it took to come up, come up with that name. <laughs> <laughs> Who seems to be just running away from something? Take, what? I said it probably took just as, as long as when they came up with Chester Cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so yeah, she's she's scared and running away from some chaos that's chasing her and stuff, which we don't we will find out about later. And then it's, we cut to a scene with Shade the Changing Man and his girlfriend or whatever, which I kind of thought this scene was kind of interesting because she's getting upset with him because he's, you know, the vest is calling him to do, you know, to go off on some adventure or whatever. And she's upset that he, he's going to leave her again. So, you know, he's like, oh, I'm really sorry. But then he dissolves her because apparently she was fake. <laughs> That's crazy, right? I know, right? I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> this this whole comic is pretty dark. It is. It's, well, it, I mean, it's justly dark, but no, it really is. Which is why what I liked about it. And then we find we jump around a little, and then at one point we we see the regular Justice League: uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg. Oh yeah, and Superman with his when they got rid of his red underwear. I forgot about that. <laughs> and everybody had collars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody had high collars. Yep. Um, and they are trying to fight um, the Enchantress. Yeah, they find out that the Enchantress is going crazy, so they go and fight her. And this is obviously Superman doesn't know he's a, he's a weak, he has a weakness to magic because he's like, whatever, I can handle this. <laughs> he gets his ass handed. Although, he gets his ass handed. Yeah, he does. I Although at, at one point, Cyborg was like, um, I'm always anxious around magic. If you're not, you should be. And he was like, you make a valid point. Um, yeah, he does. Because uh, <laughs> guess what, soups? <laughs> so then they go to fight her and she like attacks them with teeth. Uh, this, all this crazy stuff. Like she comes the inch. Enchantress makes the craziest things to attack people, and this is a cloud of a hurricane of teeth, basically, or yeah, just witch's teeth. A hurricane, uh -huh. which 
is as crazy as it sounds, people. <laughs> so, of course, they all get so over... the hurricane? Hmm? So, so, she attacked them with a hurricane of teeth. Yep. So, you know, would it be like Hurricane Hazel? Hurricane Witch Hazel? Ah, Hurricane Hazel. I gotcha. I see what you did there. No. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, they... they the Justice League, the three Justice Leaguers get overpowered by the teeth, which is not a sentence I ever thought I'd say. <laughs> and then we cut to Batman talking to Zatanna, and it's nice to see Zatanna again. I always, I always liked Zatanna, um, and I always wanted to see her used more, so that's another thing I liked about this book. Mm-hmm. And anyway... So she says she realizes what's going on and she says, you know, she can, she's, it's magic. So it's her department basically. And, and, uh, so she's going to go take care of it. And Batman's like, no, we're going to go take care of it. She's like, "Mm, no. And she puts a spell on him to bind him up and she walks away, (laughs) (laughs) which I love. Only Zatanna. Then we jump to Constantine. Good old Constantine. But he's only on for one page at that time. Well, I want to. He's getting his butt kicked because he needs to cast a spell that requires pain. I think. Yes. Or, or yes. helps him focus. Right. He, he purposely goes and gets in a bar fight where he gets stabbed, which he's like, "Oh, good blood." And uh, there's a little bit of language in this book, which is not not super bad language, but you know, it's a little more adult, which I like. Hmm. Hmm. And then, uh, so, oh, we, wait a minute, did I skip over the part where, so there was a, where the hell was it? Oh, because that's the beginning of the book. What part are you talking about? Where June Moon is, like, being murdered over and over again, or? No, because June appears at the apartment of Dead Man. Right after, right after the, right after the Constantine scene, it goes to Dead Man and, and Dove. Right. Uh, at the bar. But, yeah, it does, right? Yeah. So right after, right after the Constantine scene, it goes to Dead Man and, and Dove at the bar. All right. So they, yeah. something weird's happening with my digital I, copy because that. Actually, no, I take that back. It doesn't go to Dead Man and Dove at the bar. It goes to, it goes to June Moon showing up at Dead Man's apartment. Right. That's what, it is. That's what I'm confused about because there was a scene with, with uh, Dead Man That's an issue too. with them in a bar. But yeah, I'm not seeing it. It's oh okay. Oh, I'm all confused. <laughs> um, so basically, the ending, the last, the last few pages of this particular issue is kind of foreshadowing stuff we're going to get prequels for in the next issue. Like we have right. uh, Madame Xanadu and and Shade, um, June Moon and Dead Man and Dove, and uh, that's basically it. Right. The, the issue ends with Madam's Zedit having a vision of the future, and it's just piles of bodies. Yeah. <laughs> piles of bodies and one skeleton standing there staring at her. Yep. She's wearing, issue two is where it gets really interesting, I think. because She's you get wearing all that. a very sheer dress. Anyway, issue two, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, then because that starts off with Zatanna um, seeing some of the damage that... Enchantress is done. Yeah. And she kind of gets mentally attacked by Enchantress. 
And then there's the bar scene where Dead Man comes up to to Dove and he's um he's in the he's possessed some goofy looking guy. I think he's goofy looking at least. Um he's 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 a guy that he's trying to use to seduce Dove. Yes. And I was like, I'm not going to sleep with some rando guy just to be with you, even though she wants to. Uh, and then, which is, brings up the whole Wonder Woman 85 issue. <laughs> oh. Wonder Woman had no problem with it. <laughs> if what? <laughs> Did you see Wonder Woman 85? Yeah. 84? 84, yeah. Oh, 84, yeah. So no. she sleeps with she sleeps with Steve Trevor, even though he's in the body of another guy. And Dove is Dove is presented with the exact same option here, and she's like, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which was one of the weird things about one the Wonder Woman movie. But anyway, so we then I love we find out that the guy the guy that Dead Man possessed actually has a girlfriend and he's married. He's got a ring. Yeah, that's right. He's married. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was hiding the ring. So he gets a nice good slap from his wife. <laughs> that was great. Oh. And and then we go cut to Constantine getting his butt kicked where he gets stabbed again. That's a pretty dark scene. And then back to Dead Man and Dove arguing where they get interrupted by June Moon, who seeks them out because she's having she's uh she's in trouble and she needs help. She knows that she used to be a part of the Enchantress and that she separated from her. Right. And she doesn't want to go she doesn't want to go back. Right. So there's a cool little scene where Dead Man possesses her to see what's going on in in her mind, and uh, in addition to learning some things about what's going on with June Moon, Dead Man also attempts to <laughs> a Dead Man really? <laughs> attempts to have uh, uh, relations with with Dove again in June Moon's body. <laughs> Yeah, Which, Dove's it's all pissed off. I, I like this. I gotta give him credit see, for this, trying. There's some dialogue from Dead Man's going to possess June Moon, and June's like, "Is this gonna hurt?" He's like, "Hell no! I have a very low pain threshold. I wouldn't do it if it hurt." <laughs> yeah. And she goes, "No, no, I meant me." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Man, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> you basically see how kind of self-absorbed Dead Man is. Yeah, he's just he's kind of a dick. I've always loved Dead Man. He's a cool character, but I, I don't ever. I don't recall him being like this in the stuff I read before. No, so it's just not an interesting. Really, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you've been dead for a while. You might get a bit of an attitude, I guess. You know, more <laughs> <laughs> like an itch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what he says. <laughs> so, of course, after uh, Dead Man attempts to seduce Dove again, she. Races off all upset and drive, you know, leaves and drives away. And then as she's driving away, uh, the voice of Enchantress comes over the radio and say, you know, basically says, You stole June Moon from me. I want her back. And then we finally see Dove get to use her powers, transform into her superhero identity, which is cool. And then cut to uh, Zatanna, who after her attack by the Enchantress, is sitting in the middle of the street, 
kind of uh, dead-eyed and lifeless. And everybody, there's a crowd around her that's like, I think she's dead. <laughs> and then we cut to uh, Xanadu having a conversation with the insane Enchantress. And thus ends issue number two. So we go to issue so number two. The, insa- the insane Enchantress looks like an old hag, too. Yes. Like Enchantress normally looks like a robot. Yeah. That ain't the usual Enchantress. I tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're starting to get this thing pieced together a little bit, finding out more about what's going on with Enchantress and Dune, June Moon and stuff. Um, have we found out yet how June escaped from Enchantress? No, nope, not yet. That's what I thought, yeah. Um, we do... We did. We get an interesting scene where Constantine comes across Zatanna sitting catatonic in the middle of the street, and she uses some of her own. He uses some of her own magic to revive her, which she's not too happy about. Yeah, she's like, "How'd you learn my magic? I'm gonna make you forget that." Yeah, and he's like, "You stay out of my <laughs> mind, girly." <laughs> and we go back to. Dead Man and June Moon, and uh, they're in Dead Man's apartment, and uh, they start freaking out because apparently Enchantress find found them. No, the, well, Enchantress and Shade are together, and so she tells Shade to summon Dead Man. Right, and Shade's ability is all psychedelic stuff, so yeah, he tries to summon Dead Man. They all like she sees it and starts freaking out. Yeah, I still. I never really totally got Shade's deal. It's it's multi-dimensional reality changing abilities. Yeah. So it's because like Dead Man refuses man. to go see Shade, <laughs> Dead Man refuses to go see Shade. There, he's still with June, and while they're together, you can see that there's a little bit of a connection being made between the two of them. So Dead Man's like, "Oh, I'm going to protect you. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to. I'll make sure that that Enchantress doesn't get you back." So right. And then she freaks out and is like, you know, what? I'm just going to kill myself. And uh, I, I don't know if it was more just a, a, a statement or an actual intent, but she ends up falling off of the building. Right. The dead man saves her by taking over her body. And he's an acrobat. So he right. acrobats out of it. He does, he does some cool Nightwing maneuvers. Damn Skippy. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think Nightwing could ever do him that cool. Um, <laughs> Who do you think taught him? Mine Grayson's. <laughs> so uh, pff, uh, I believe Dead Man was an acrobat before Nightwing's family was thank you very much um, uh, it was at the same time yeah mm-hmm. anyway um, it was during it, they, were sh- they showed it during uh, Blackest Night <laughs> you're welcome continue which I believe the new 52 retcon so um anyway so so after after the little um acrobatic scene it seems like um dead man and and june moon are are talking and having a little wine and stuff and it seems like june has like really fallen for dead man for some reason i don't know did that seem a little weird to you or well you know people want the people want i guess <laughs> uh, it's like one in what's that thing where like it's like one out of ten people that get captured 
Oh, either fall in love with their captors. Right. Stockholm yeah. syndrome. Yes. Right. Stockholm syndrome. Yes. Yep. 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 Anyway, skipping ahead a bit, um, we see some stuff going on with Shade. He's getting attacked a little bit. You know this whole scene where he's fighting his his deformed version of his old girlfriend. Yeah. I I don't I don't think I read these pages. I was reading electronically on my lunch break, and I I, I just read them now. I'm like, there's like two whole pages I missed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't miss much. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Uh, all right. Oh yeah, and then it, so there's a scene here where Shade. For some reason, I had a little trouble following this part where Shade shows up in somebody's apartment and there's a woman pointing a gun at him. And it's probably his wife. <laughs> no, he, he was he was going he was trying to find this mind warp character. Yeah, he was looking after he was trying to find a, an old nemesis of his or an old friend of his named Mind Warp. Right, right. Which and when he gets there, she's which uh, I believe, he's attacking uh, some. Madam Xanadu sent him after. And then we go back to uh, Dead Man and June Moon, where they're driving along and they hit somebody and they go to check on the person they hit and it turns out to be Enchantress again. Uh-huh. Following them. And then that's. How can, they, how can they hit her if she's following them? Well, she she's not actually following them. She, like, jumped in front of their car to stop them. Okay. And then, you know, she comes out and she's she's threatening to eat June up. I'm going to eat you up. And that's the end of issue three? Uh, was that three? <laughs> I'm all lost. My digital copy doesn't have um, issue numbers on the inside. The, um, I'm on the website. God, this whole, this, this whole issue, I missed like a, at least... Four pages total out of this whole issue. Oh, really? So, let's see. Yeah. Issue four starts with, let's see here. Dead man fighting uh, Enchantress. Yes. Um, I like, did you see, do you see the cover? I like that cover. Yeah. The cover's pretty good. I mean, I like the art and all of this is great. Yeah. It, it, it really is fantastic art. The cover, the cover is Dead Man and June Moon crawling out of Enchantress's head that's split open like a, yeah. like a mountain. <laughs> As a point in the book, because uh, Dead Man tries to possess uh, Enchantress and goes in, and she's just hollow inside. Right. So, so he just rips her apart from the inside out. Yeah, that was there. crazy. And then June was like, "I was inside there. How did you do that?" And he's like, "No, it was empty." Of course, June scared. The issue where we find out about Madame Zanetti and the Enchantress. Yes, June scared, so she wants to go back to to Dead Man's apartment. Hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Cut to Dead Man's apartment where uh Dove returns and finds and uh, this this I don't know why, but this was funny to me. Finds Constantine sitting at the kitchen table eating a can of cold beans. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that seems somewhat a familiar. <laughs> yep. And then we, they have a conversation, and you know, Dove is like, "I don't know who you are, but you better get out of here." Um, and he, John Constantine's basically saying, "You know, 
stay away from June Moon. She's trouble. And Dove was like, wait, how do you know that name? And then we cut back to the Shade the Changing Man scene in the apartment where he's trying to get his old friend. I'm still confused by this part. I don't know why. Maybe it's all he's the fighting. He's fighting Mind Warp. The Madam Xanadu sent them to get Mind Warp because they were having such a hard time getting Dead Man that she's like, "We'll just go get Mind Warp." And yeah. he didn't want to get him because it was Mind Warp sadistic, right? But, but he went and got him anyway. I think it's all the uh, pretty colors that are confusing me. Uh, but then we find out an interesting thing here. Um, <clears throat> where we learn that Madame Xanadu, um, who can see the future and everything, uh, she has to, uh, she's a bit of a drug addict. Uh, and she has to get medicine from her doctor friend to focus, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting. The only way she can drown out the vision of the future is to, is to sedate herself. Right. I thought that was an interesting take on it. I kind of like mm-hmm. that. And then. Uh, we cut back. We cut to a scene where, with Enchantress, and there's like, there's like a few different June moons that somehow escaped from Enchantress. Yeah. So there's one June moon, and there's a bunch of uh, homunculuses that look just like her running around. Right. Yeah. So she knocks the head off of one of the homunculuses. Homunculi. 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 Oh, at this point, uh, Zatanna has gone to face Enchantress at the old weird old farmhouse where the Justice League tried to fight her, and she gets attacked by the June Moon homunculunks, homunculies, homunculies, homunkies, homunculi, the homunkies. That's a Tana that's doing that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she gets overwhelmed by them, so she uses a spell to escape and winds up with Shade the Changing Man just appearing yep. right next to him. And he was trying to call... Uh, he was trying to use a spell to, like, transport Dead Man to you're, him. You're still trying to, yeah, you're still trying to get Dead Man. And yep. he got her instead. But he gets her instead, which, you know, it's a fair trade in my eyes, but whatever. Right. <laughs> maybe maybe he should maybe he should have died of eight for hero. Oh. Hey, there you go. <laughs> uh yeah. So then uh after Madame Xanadu gets her drugs from her doctor friend. They're like she they're like prescription drugs, I guess. Not like, you know, like um heroin or anything like that. Not the prescription well, we drugs she's got, better, but she's got a supplier. Yes, she has a supplier. Um but after she leaves <clears throat> after she gets her, her drugs, she sees a scene on the street of a bunch of dead people again lying on the street. Which if she's going to keep seeing scenes of dead people, I can kind of un- understand why she needs the drugs, the sedatives. <laughs> and then uh, when Xandu gets back home, she meets up with John Constantine and they have a slap fight. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm, I'm clicking through the pages as you're talking, and it, it goes right to that. Slap fight. Bam, Slap bam. Fight. <laughs> smack, smack, <Yep>. smack. <sighs> um, because, uh... <laughs> because, <Wow. laughs> because Constantine knows that she's doing something and causing some kind of trouble. Uh, and she's claiming that she never wanted to hurt anybody, so <laughs> they have a slap fight. <sighs> oh, man. That killed me. That made me laugh. <clears throat> well, ultimately, what we find out is that it's her fault that June got separated from Enchantress, right? Right, yep. Yeah. And uh, then we go back to June and, and uh, Dead Man. And it looks like they're about to get attacked by one of the homunculunks who got her head cut off. So they decide, hey, look at all these psychedelic colors that are creating a portal. Let's uh, let's go through there, shall we? <clears throat> and they go through and uh, or Dead Man goes through, I should say. And right before June can go through the portal. Well, dis- Dead, Man, Dead Man takes her hand and says, let's go through together because I'm not going to leave you. And she's like, OK, don't leave me. And he's like, I'm not going to leave you. And she's like, great, because we left. Me. I lose my mind. He's like, I'm not going to leave you. And then he leaves her. <laughs> and then he leaves her. <laughs> and the portal closes and Enchantress is there to take June back. End of issue. And another really great cover. Man, these covers are fantastic. Yeah, no, like I said, the, art, the artist did a great job. Mm. And uh, this issue opens with a bunch of chaos happening around the world. And uh, <clears throat> they talk about they talk about all the crazy things happening around the world. Like there's a tsunami of obsolete computers, each monitor with a ghost face of a red, del- red, red, dead relative. Oh, yeah. People. And, yeah. And then that's pretty um, messed up. They, they mentioned. The Resurrection Man, which is cool. They mentioned Resurrection Man is almost buried alive. Oh, yeah. Um, in New Mexico, a war breaks up between fans of a reality TV show and serious fiction. <laughs> uh, Frankenstein and Shade Agents are there to try and stop that. Oh, uh, Animal oh. Man's trying to stop the Sphinx from killing people in Egypt. Because that, that was another 52, kind of showing new 52 pulse. book, right? The Frankenstein? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're showcasing all the wild things that are happening because of her. Yep. But it's okay because it looks like uh, the Justice League Dark is finally starting to get together. We got, now we the have, <laughs> now we have uh, Dead Man, yeah. Satana, Shade, and Madam Xanadu. Are they on a, are they on a porch? Are they on a porch saying you're great, I'm great, we're all great? Oh no! Oh no! No no! They're arguing because uh, it's not a CW. Show. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because Xander's trying to talk about what's going on in the world, and uh, Dead Man's like, "I don't care. I just want June Moon." Because uh, you know, we got plans later. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, so he freaks out. He's like, I, I, we need June back. And they're like, well, we didn't know she was with you. So, um, so of course, Dead Man gets all upset. And he's like, I want June. And he leaves. Because, you know, I mean, if you're dead, you know, you don't you don't get to frolic as often as you might want. So, you know, you got to take the opportunity <laughs> when it, when it uh, shows up. <laughs> Something. 
So then the others say, all right, well, we got to do it without him. So Shade um, says, uh, basically, Zatanna has fought, has knows, you know, has dealt with the with Enchantress. So he can use her, he can use that to determine, to figure out where Enchantress is. So they go, you know, they have another psychedelic portal to open up to find Enchantress. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, it looks like John Constantine has found June. June. But then we find, we realize that, um, he does not have good intentions because he intends to reunite June with Enchantress Mm -hmm. to stop her from going crazy. And then in a really cool splash page, Dead Man comes on the scene and sees what's going on with Constantine and June Moon. So he says, if you're so tough, try hurting me. <laughs> to which Constantine replies, I'm not doing the accent. He replies, oh, Bullocks, a bloody hero. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, okay. <laughs> Uh, Shade and the group are trying to find Enchantress, but instead they come across Mind Warp. Dead. Yeah, he shows up to screw with them, even though he was supposed to be there to help them. He yep. screws with them. Which is why Shade didn't want to go find him in the first place. But Xanadu seemed to think that he was needed. And then it cuts back to Constantine trying to get June uh, and dead man trying to stop him and then it jumps to this really cool page where we see everything that's going on with june and constantine and dead man and then we see enchantress and it's just like this crazy massive mess of energy and and it's really neat (laughs) (laughs) Um, but the result of Excuse me. The result of all that is that um, June is reunited with Enchantress and the old (coughs) hag Enchantress gets returned to normal. And she's all upset because she doesn't know what's been happening. And so thus the day is saved. What? Uh, I don't know what she's getting all upset about. There was a need to know bases if you didn't need to know. That is a good point. <laughs> I found some similarities with this in the in the, uh, the uh, Suicide Squad movie, because the Chantress was the bad guy in that. Oh, right. That's true. <laughs> so now, now, the Enchantress, mm-hmm. it's not it's not the one one from the from the Legion of Superheroes, is yeah. it? No, this is the one with the green. That's the emerald. Purple. That's the emerald enchantress. All right, this is the one with the black witch hat. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Or at least her, her name might be just enchantress. I don't know. She's got the emerald eye. I know that. Yeah. But they're not the same person. Right. Maybe she's an ancestor of the emerald enchantress. Maybe. I'm Maybe. sure there's a who's who out there somewhere. Yeah, if we can find them. Hmm. <laughs> So, after Enchantress and June Moon are reunited, everything goes back to normal. And 
it's one big happy ending. Except it's not because Dead Man's upset because June is gone. Uh, Constantine's upset because Xanadu caused the whole problem. Everybody's upset about everybody. And uh, they all get into a big argument and go their separate ways. And that ends issue number five. So, so they were standing on the porch saying, you're not great. I'm not great. He's not great. You're a jerk. <laughs> He's a jerk. She's a jerk. We're all jerks. I'm out of here. <laughs> nice. Noise. Um, so that's the end of the issue of issue five. Uh, and it ends with everybody going their separate ways. Now, did Dario, are you, did you want to go into issue six or did you want to stop there? Uh, I think I need to stop there. Yeah. Basically issue six is, um, kind of looking at each, each of them individually and, having these weird nightmares and stuff like dead man sees dove uh, dead and stuff. Um, and so they kind of all get back together and uh, they're fighting this weird creature that shade thought was in his dream. And at the end they defeat the creature and uh, Madame Zandu flips out and kind of passes out almost and she starts screaming about vampires and stuff and Andrew Bennett. And that's basically when it ends with Andrew Bennett crawling out of the ground. And of course, Andrew Bennett, as we mentioned earlier, is I Vampire. He was in, in a book called I Vampire, which I kind of like that book. I kind of enjoyed as well. I Go back and read these. I'm going to read Justice League Dark. I'm going to read I Vampire. I I remember dabbling in, into these titles when they first came out for the New 52, but I didn't stick with them. Right. So right. Uh, yeah, that whole section of the New 52 I enjoyed more than other mm -hmm. sections. Uh, so that's a good sign if you want to go back and read them. So it's been a while, so I don't remember how, how we do this. Is it we just decide... If it's worth going back to, is that what we do? Yeah, I think I think it was it was just whether or not we recommend it for people. I think that that the, the final answer is yes. It's good. I agree. Yes. Um, as I said, it's one of the one of the books I really enjoyed that came out of the New Fifty Two. So I would definitely recommend mm -hmm. it. So Paul? I think they could have done. They could have had better cat uh, characters. Um, there's nobody better than that, man. <laughs> well, the Ross Ragman. The, the uh, I'd rather Dead Man than Ragman, but Ragman's cool. Uh they do. I had, well, I meant to say I would have had. I would rather have had, had Ragman instead of Shade. That I would agree with. Yeah. Um, they do change up the roster a bit through through the book, as I recall. Um, I I don't think Shade stays there very long. Um, if I recall c correctly, it's been a few years since I've read it, but at one point they bring in Swamp Thing. Um, and I think, I think a couple of other characters, I don't remember, but they do change up the roster a bit. So, mm -hmm. and Wonder Woman joins the team too, I think. Yeah. 
And there is a current incarnation of the Justice League Dark that has Wonder Woman, uh, Constantine, Zatanna, uh, Detective Chimp, Man Bat, and Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. And I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. But and there's a knight dude with a, a sword. I don't know what his name is. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I think the demon. Yes, the demon. He gave him. He gave that sword to to the chimp. Yes. Yeah. Because I it think he died. Knight. I think he died. Because he, he, yeah, he died because that he owned the bar. Right. The oblivion bar. Yep. So he gave the sword to Detective yeah. Chimp, and I think they might have, if I remember correctly, they brought in Doctor Fate as well. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but then they ended up having to fight him. Yes. Yes, you're right. Yep. So the Justice League Dark concept um, basically started here in the New 52, but it's a good con- It's a good enough concept that they're still doing it now. And uh, I'm glad because that's the kind, that's my, that's where my fandom of DC goes towards is all these types of characters and such. You know, like I love Batman and stuff, of course, but I love I love the the uh, the the lower tier characters in in uh, in some of the shadier characters and stuff. They're supposed to do some sort of live action show for them. Yes, um, yes, they are. Have either of you seen the movie, the Justice League animated movie? I watched the first one. I've actually seen them both. I've seen both of them. How yeah. are they? I, I haven't like- seen them yet. How are they? I like the first one a lot. It's pretty dark. Um, it's a good match for this, I think. It was rated, mm. it was rated R. Well, both yeah. of them were rated R. Oh, no kidding. I'll have to check them out on HBO I didn't like Max. The second, I didn't like the Apocalypse War as much. I thought that one was too mainstream. Mm. Hmm. I'll have to check them out. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, Justice League Dark from the New 52. We We very much recommend it. Uh, so I guess that will bring us to the end of the episode. Uh, any any uh, last thoughts from either of you, Dario? Uh, nothing for me this week, Paul. Um, that's a no. I okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> so what were you gonna say? So I just think I just think since fifty two that the Justice League doc has progressed. Yes, I in agree a, in a positive way. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that too. Yeah, I like what they're doing with it now, when, and I'm glad it stuck around. Went, when they went from 52 to rebirth and brought in Wonder Woman, yes, and Swamp Thing, yeah, and every once in a while you'll see Entergrin, yes, the Demon, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. I mean, there's more characters than they can relate to. I would like to see them do Ragman as like a guest star, as a guest appearance. Yeah, that'd you be cool. Also, I'd like that. You could also do, like, Dr. 13. Oh, yeah. Do Cain and Abel. <laughs> you can do um, the Spectre. Mm. Even the Phantom Stranger. Yeah, I was just thinking that. The Creeper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many possibilities that they can go with. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. But as, I mean, I've been reading it all along. And I, I mean, it's one of the first books I read. Yeah. When they, yeah, it's, it's been I very solid. They, I hope they keep going. Me too. It's a really good book. Yep. All right. Well, I guess 
uh, that will do it for us this evening. So once again, thank you to the cosmic, cosmic comic guru Dario and the world's greatest sidekick Paul. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. No problem. Problem. Take and, care, guys. And until they pull Nightwing's dead body out of the swamp, uh, that will be it. Good night, everybody. What a monster. To contact the New England Society of Geeks, you can email us at nesogpod at gmail.com. That's n-e-s-o-g-pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at nesogpodcast. That's n-e-s-o-g-podcast. Find us on Facebook on our New England Society of Geeks podcast page. Follow us on Instagram at Pod. That's N-E-S-O-G pod. Finally, if you could find it in your hearts, we would appreciate it if you could give us a rating or possibly a review on wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you and good night.